2: You're about to listen to Bananas for Bonanza, episode 20. This is Andy Daly. Here on this free feed, I'll be re-releasing all of the back episodes of Bananas for Bonanza, one every other week. If you want to hear new episodes ad-free, please subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com andydaily. The entire Bananas for Bonanza archive is also waiting for you there, and you can access lots and lots of bonus content. So do that. Okay. Thank you. Enjoy. <laughs>
1: Yeah! Oh, Nanza, it's the finest show alive. So consult your TV guide, get your great outdoors inside. Take some ponderosa pride and forever may it.
2: Right! am bananas for bonanza. Hey, yeah! Dang! Oh, oh, you hit the birdhouse. You hit. uh, We're here. Hey, folks, this is bananas for bonanza. And we're here uh, coming to you live and in person from Andy Richter's backyard. Once again, he was our guest uh, last time we did this and we was nice enough to come over and be in his backyard and we ain't left since. Just still hanging out, and he's not aware of it necessarily. No, we kind of put ourselves a little bit just behind a hedge, a little
1: bit, so it's yeah. actually got in a lot of nice privacy. Excuse it's- me, privacy. I've been watching a lot of The Crown.
2: Oh, I know you've been. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's it's hard to stay hid back here. We I had a little bit of a confrontation with the gardeners last week. The oh. gardeners was coming back here. Yeah, I, I saw it. Take care of them. Oh yeah, I took care of them. <laughs> so we'll be all right for now. And I, as you know, I spend most of my time curled up in a box labeled Xmas decorations in the garage just because I, I figure he's not going to come looking for that till maybe, if he, if he, even if he's craziest, October 31st. <laughs> That's the craziest people that come for the to take down Halloween and put up Christmas the same damn day. Well,
1: friend, uh, shots fired because uh, I can't help it. And sometimes I'm even like, well, I know Halloween hasn't happened yet, but we get the point. Let's get to Christmas right around mid-October,
2: if not July. Now, does that mean you've got Christmas and, and Halloween up there as the same times well, in your yard? Yeah, ever since Tim Burton said it was okay. He did. That's fair. Tim Burton says we can mix these holidays and at the time, it was revolution in the streets. But now I guess we've got used to it. All right. Hey, hello, friend. Come on in. The gate is open wide is how I begin these episodes. This is Bananas for Bonanza. I am Dalton Wilcox, a cowboy, a real cowboy, goddammit, yeah. a cowboy poet from the heart of the American West. I'm the poet laureate of the West, God damn it. <laughs> and we're here to talk about best goddamn television show that ever was on television or any other medium, Bonanza. And... Uh, With me, as always, my co-host, Mutt Taylor. Hello, Mutt. It's good to be here. I I understand Andy's having a little construction done uh, at his house. You might hear a little bit of construction sounds. He seems to be putting up a security system with a razor wire fence. I don't know why that is. I don't know why either. That's weird. That's strange. I guess he's trying to keep us in. That's right. Uh, uh, Christian entrepreneur and Bonanza superfan Amy Sleeverson seems to perhaps be confused about the date (laughs) and place of this. She may show up. she may show episode, up. At any time. for all we
1: know. If she can get over the razor wire, they're still haven't finished one corner of the
2: yard. <laughs> That's right. We have reached out to say this is happening as scheduled. <laughs> and I don't know what's going to happen, but she may show up at any time. She is mercurial. Yeah, Oh,
1: good word. Yep. And that means she drinks a lot of mercury or she's had some
2: vaccines or what? <laughs> <laughs> I believe it means, yeah, she's had quite a bit of exposure to mercury. Okay. And that is not a good idea. <laughs> eats a lot of fish. And we are joined today by a fantastic guest. Oh, my goodness. This fella is a, he's got a, a podcast of his own. And we're de- introducing him right now. His name is Andrew T. Hey, what's uh, up, guys? How
1: are you? What's up, fellas? Hey, oh, oh. This is how I'm talking now. That's oh, good. we fellas time. Fellas. Now, you, you know someone's inauthentic if they say fellows, but you didn't, you took that W off, which in fact, by definition, makes you a fella. <laughs> Thank That's you. Right. Thank you. Yeah, fellas, fellows. Hey fellows. Yeah. It yeah. ain't good fellows. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Right, right. Fellas. That's some
2: real top hat kind of language Yeah, you're not kidding. Yeah, for he's a jolly good fellow. Oh that oof. W was slept on there by City Slickers. A so dandy yeah. to be sure. Here, here. <laughs> you just take it the hell off. Now, uh uh we're gonna be talking today about season one, episode twenty of Bonanza, The Fear Merchants. Man oh man, this episode has everything. All four of the cartwrights are in this episode.
1: Now, Andrew, this is a banner episode because sometimes you you get one to two cartwheels oh, really? in an episode like this just recycling old scripts that didn't have four brothers <laughs> sure, sure, for sure. summer show, yeah.
2: <laughs> of course. But this one they all showed up. Wow, what nobody. A feat. Yeah, everybody got the as I like to say they got the week off of their uh, their day jobs to come and do <laughs> this episode. And uh, there's gunfire. There is the abrupt killing of a young woman. <laughs> Wouldn't be a bonanza episode. (laughs) They managed to get all the hits in this (laughs) one. They got them all. There's uh, uh, Hop Singh has a prominent appearance. And not only that, but he kind of has two appearances. There's two Hop Sings in this episode. I don't know if you guys noticed that to the extent that I did. Two
1: different actors?
2: Nope. It's the same actor playing two very different versions of Hop Singh. In different scenes, I did not notice. Well, that. Uh,
1: we'll, we'll we'll talk wow. about. It. See, this is why they call him the doctor who's yeah. a cowboy. He uh, knows.
2: Yeah, uh, they do call me the doctor, and now uh, I'm up to my ears in prosecutions, <laughs> <for> various <laughs> medical license bullshit. <laughs> Will. Uh, uh, what else does it have here? There's uh uh yeah no nope, that's all I wanted to say, uh, but now I want to talk about Andrew T. is our guest Andrew you got a podcast called Yo is this racist? Correct. Tell us all about it. Who is Yo? What is it? <laughs> I mean I guess Yo is all of us in a sense.
1: Oh that's nice. Uh, no it is a podcast where. Uh, I I host it with uh, Tawny Newsom. You, oh, you guys yeah. may be familiar sure. with, with her bad. work. She's a, she's more of a space person these days than, rather than a cowboy. So okay. oh, you know, although I guess kind of a space cowboy. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> take calls from your average uh, citizen uh, often united states based and uh, answer their questions about whether obviously racist stuff is racist
2: <laughs> oh is it always obviously racist the thing they call in about so if you think if you think about it
1: it's sort of it's relatively self-selecting <laughs> cuz <'cause> no one <laughs> uh-huh. no one's really calling in to two complete strangers on the internet oh. with a question yeah I, I suppose sometimes. and also I, I, uh, I select the questions, so you know there's no point in talking about it if it's not racist. Oh, you're Actually. saying it it basically boils down to if you have to ask. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. If you have to ask, so often the comedy comes from the way people ask. So then if oh, I no, never sorry. ask, I'm never racist. That is, I mean, the best defense is a good defense, I believe they say. Don't ask. (laughs) Don't ask, don't Um, tell.
2: Yes, correct, as
1: far as racism goes. So you have people
2: calling in to say something like, slavery, is that racist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. The real borderline cases like that. You
1: know what is uh, (laughs) wild is... Uh, I believe uh, the episode we recorded this week, we did have a question that was nearly that. Really? What? Yeah. Like, what was it? What it was. It was. Uh, this this woman grew up um, in a, I would imagine, quite conservative uh, community, and oh. instead of prom, they had. Uh, confederacy balls Oh, really? God. and the question of whether that was racist came up <laughs> uh and, which is i suppose look if you grow up in the community it, it could be you know perceived one way or it's hard it's just the tradition this is you know we think of it as prom etc but she did mention specifically uh A bunch of dances that they learned, and multiple dances. Uh, We looked this up in less time than it took her for for her to call in (laughs) to ask this. We looked it up. uh, Multiple songs have the N word in it. What? In them as part of the lyrics. So it's a little, it gets less ambiguous as you sort of dig. Yeah. About 10, 10, 15 seconds of digging got to, uh, well, pretty confident this is racist. And uh-uh. that's, you know, but that that is a little uh the, the conceit also is like, you know, we're a country built on built on slavery and we, we stole the land the frontier from, from the people who lived here before. So uh well I'm not we'll going to say it. I
2: disagree with that, but just that I don't consider it. That's, that's well, my, that's that's my. If policy. you don't, if you don't look, yes, yeah, exactly. You if you can't don't ask, exactly. Exactly. Don't. In fact, I'm already beginning the process of not remembering what you just said. Exactly. It's just I make it d- d- dissipate through my brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. just
1: if if you just like sort of defocus your eyes, right, and take uh, like three uh, deep breaths.
2: The most it's largely gone. There you go. That'll yeah. do it. That's I, good advice.
1: I, I feel like I've crossed the threshold now and am aware of shit I've asked before. And now I'm I'm worried I may need you to help me. I, I can't go back now. Yeah, yeah, well that is the thing. Oh. So that's the where yeah, you just defocus your eyes extra hard and crawl back to oh, so the whence from, from pu- you came. I shouldn't push forward into being a better man. I should just just defocus my eyes. So I I'm just yeah. saying you have options. Okay. You wow. have options.
2: It's like when that Mobius gives you the pills and he says you can just hang out mm-hmm. in the computers or if you want to, you can be it uh, yeah. naked and covered in jail. <laughs>
1: I th- it's you know <laughs> those were the
2: choices, weren't they? Yeah, why take the why take the gel? Why? Right, I totally agree with the one guy who said I was happier. Yeah, hold on. You yeah. none of you
1: two's never been naked, slathered in gel before.
2: Well, I well, mean,
1: but that's sure. a, you got to stay in. If you can stay in computer land, uh-huh. then you come you come out of the gel. You can do whatever the hell you want. I'm just saying, an afternoon spent naked in jail is (laughs) is probably
2: better than you think. All right. All right. We're getting good advice on this episode. (laughs) Well, one thing I thought uh, when I heard you on this show called Yo, Is This Racist? I said to myself, well... Uh, From time to time, it does come up. Somebody will say, on Bonanza, there seems to be some racisms, Uh whether it's because of uh, stereotypical depictions of Mexican people or Native American people's people or Chinese people or the fact that in 20 episodes, not one time has there been a black face even in the background of a scene. But so my hope today is you're going to give a clean bill of health to Bonanza. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, given my limited... uh...
1: Consumption of it.
2: Uh-huh. This will be closer than you think. Oh, okay, man, get ready. All right. So, wow. you, is this the first episode, is that you ever saw, Andrew? I
1: I know that I must have seen
2: episodes
1: on in syndication on Nick at Night. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. It like it's simply impossible that I haven't right, seen right. it unless, of course, it's not there or wasn't there. Oh, but I believe it was. Was it? Yeah, I don't know. It. it uh, that's I a, want a question. Question. TV Land. Yeah. 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 T- something yeah. like something that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. Uh-huh. It just uh-huh. feels like impossible that I haven't seen. It I, yeah. I recognize the opening credits. Mm. Oh, uh-huh. so but uh, I'm not like a I'm not a a fan per se. Well, you weren't uh, a fan. No? I weren't. A, I think I wasn't if you fan, just yeah. defocus your eyes and yes. don't look too hard, you'll I find it. You, you know, the my laptop kind of got to there anyway. You know, <laughs> I anyway. you know, was just kind of a little smeary,
2: a little late at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well these episodes clock in yeah. at about forty four minutes or so, yeah. or longer. No, they're forty nine. You get a full forty nine minute episode. Yeah. Out of one of these and there always tends to be a plot twist or two that loses me Yes, uh, there's yeah. a point in the show where I just begin to say I have lost the thread yeah. I just feel like
1: there's a there's a tighter edit in, in this episode for sure oh yeah you generally do feel there's that a couple way. We, we could lose a couple scenes maybe an act <laughs> it feels like act 3 is fairly uh-huh. <laughs> that's, ge- that's
2: generally where it begins to feel like the, you've added another complication and I'm lost doesn't it impact on my enjoyment of it at all in fact it's nice to take a little break from understanding mm-hmm. what's happening in the middle of a television show I appreciate that sure to just sort of now my mind is wandering because i no longer know who that is or what's happening it feels
1: like watching uh like a very focused teenager who doesn't like you very much play like that cowboy video game oh red dead redemption yeah you yeah. sort of you sort or, of like wait what yeah why are you talking to him now <laughs> that's a true story because i did watch a fella a fella a uh-huh. friend, friend of mine yeah. watch that i swear to god he spent 45 minutes just collecting
2: herbs and fever yeah. flowers and i was like really
1: exactly yeah, yeah. there's a lot of a lot of chores a lot
2: of go up the path yeah, yeah exactly yeah huh. uh that, that sounds like I might enjoy that yeah, game. i think you yeah, know there was video games about cowboy oh yeah this one's a real
1: popular really yeah. oh yeah I don't have a video game system so I play the board game version of it but
2: it's oh, yeah. well I mm-hmm. tell you what maybe we we figure out a way to talk Andy Richter into getting one and then we we cross the final threshold into the house itself That's not a bad yet.
1: idea we could but, do a home invasion like that movie the strangers or <laughs> straw dogs or something
2: I ain't seen it I ain't seen it <laughs> I one. ain't neither but I know at least how to reference it Oh, okay, good, yeah. Yeah. You have a cocktail party-level conversation about that movie. That is the limits of my sociability. (laughs) That's all you need.
1: If we're, we're, uh, since we're throwing out ideas here, though, since now that, now that, I think it is time for a cowboy-themed horror movie. Oh, yeah. Sort, of, sort oh, yeah. Of the, the strangers outside, but just a uh, tip of the hat to you, you know? Oh, yeah. That'd oh. be real nice. There was that bone tomahawk with the manliest man ever invented this side of Sam Elliott, Kurt Russell. <laughs>
2: Kurt Russell, bone yeah. tomahawk? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know I'm
1: watching it tonight. Oh, bone yeah. Bone tomahawk. That I, I was thinking, genuinely, that was the last Western I watched before this episode of Bonanza. Really? No yeah. kidding. Yeah. yeah. That movie... Harrowing. I ain't never Lord. heard of this and movie. It's
2: zombies, too, so you'll, you'll yeah. want to be careful. Holy shit. You know, yeah. he's a monster hunter. Well, oh. yeah. I, I don't necessarily hunt them. They just seem to drift into my life. Like, for instance, those gardeners I was telling you about. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah, turned out to be a, a coven of vampires. <laughs> You're going to like vampires. this poem. Tomahawk. Uh, it, it has a scene
1: so harrowing uh, that I went and paused the movie, yep. found the script. Oh. Uh, and just wanted to see how they'd written that scene. <laughs> and w- really?
2: Now, I'm yeah. cur- maybe we should watch this for the next bonus nanza. That's a good idea. Bone yeah. Tomahawk. We're going to watch it. You really, no, no, you're, did you, really you read it. the script because you was scared and you wanted to read on the paper how it ended? No, I just, I, I truly, no, I, I- I do that sometimes. Finished the- <laughs> I get scared and I pause it and I go to Wikipedia and I read the plot and I go, okay. I have done that with a Saw movie before. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, well, was, I'm we, too scared. Yeah. And it.
1: It, it just diffuses it. The, yeah, little, yeah, yeah. the little white uh, white text of Wikipedia or white, white, white page of Wikipedia yeah. just really gives you a, makes you feel like you have the map to the movie. But exactly. no, uh, it was more that this was, I, I truly was just curious how how one scripts an action scene so specific I oh guess. I, will, I see I and what'd you find it Leave was it, it kind of
2: word for word
1: or did they take some liberties on well set? so uh so yeah if we're on this digression uh the script is quite a good one uh and i this may this may be the one that they sent to the writers guild members because it feels like in production this is would be lunacy. Oh. But the action lines are essentially written in cowboy vernacular as well. I love <laughs> it. Whoa, so I it love is
2: it. it is a this very script tw- was written by a real cowboy. Maybe man. it was
1: unearthed as a sort of written in the 1800s or yeah. something. Yeah. It, might be it truly yeah, it was sort of just like a play that I, I assume would have gotten someone uh, strung up for witchcraft had they written it in the 1800s. Oh, man. But uh, they, it, it is, it is. You know, they, the. I'm trying to think. the 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 phrase that I remember them using over and over again is they they the characters claim their hats. Instead of picking up the hat wow. and putting it on you their head. That. That's
2: right, a cowboy claims, claims So claims your when hat. you
1: take off a hat, do you seed your hat? I don't know if they used that specific language, but I just remember claim the hat multiple times. Yeah. And I guess I will simply spoil it for you. It's a probably five, six, seven-year-old movie at this well, point. Well, we haven't we ain't watched it yet. So Wait, yeah. like a big spoiler? Um Okay. Eh, no, it's it's just the, the scene okay. in question mm-hmm. I will just say they use the phrase bisected man oh it's, okay. it's a hell of a <laughs> hell of a scene Whoa. yeah I'd like to see a man bisected yeah yeah, yeah. but who writes like that yeah no <laughs> and, kidding. In, and just in mm-hmm. in production that means you're telling probably a lot of set designers and special effects people and etc etc like this is what I mean in plain English <laughs> so it's, the script is simply not in plain English wow. it's, uh-huh. it's wild 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 stuff
2: well wow. I will say just as a point of clarification when a cowboy if a cowboy ever needs to take off his hat that is uh, referred to as revoking the claim to my hat i see and then and then reclaiming it is there hat.
1: paperwork involved every time there you want is. to put on or take off a hat yes there is that's Holy why most
2: shit. cowboys travel with a notary <laughs> wow i've been living off i've been unpermitted doffing my hat for oh, well, most of my life see that now you're in trouble you shouldn't should, yeah, have i know i just admit. we're going to edit that out okay yeah. all right well should we begin to talk about this episode the fair merchants episode 20 Season one of the of Bonanza. First, I did do a little bit of looking into people who was behind this episode. We talk a lot about a television show called Appointment with Adventure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lewis Allen, who directed this episode, also directed a movie called Appointment with Danger, which to me, I think most people would just cancel that appointment. <laughs> yeah. Would what, you, wait, is this a, a movie? Was it a television movie? It or was a was movie.
1: Part of Appointment for, for Adventure.
2: It, nope. Appointment with Adventure was a television show. This was later on. He had a movie called Appointment with Danger. This guy's got a real niche. I'll tell you. And, and it, but listen to what this movie was about. Alan Ladd starred in it. It's when a ruthlessly dedicated postal inspector investigates the murder of a coworker. He finds that the sole witness, a nun, has been targeted by the killers. <laughs> this is a movie about a postal inspector and a nun trying to solve a murder together. Well, that sounds
1: like a recipe for um, success. I don't know what else to say. Also, appointment with danger. Claim your hat. There's just a lot of... bureaucracy yeah. activity here that you know and and all kinds of
2: routines you got to go through yep, that's true the original title of that movie by the way was the postal inspector a little mm. better yeah, a little better than appointment more with to the point yeah i'd love to see a movie called the postal inspector find out what those guys get up to yeah. this episode the story was by a guy named frank unger who has no other credits on imdb <laughs> just coming up with the story of this episode of bonanza wow that's it he went <laughs> out he came in high Came in hot and went out. One and done. One and done. Oh, one I mean, honestly, One script younger. Two we- too woke
1: for the era. Yeah. Oh, oh this episode? Two woke for the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... I feel like my man, uh, distressingly ahead of his time in multiple fronts. Well, that explains oh. why he only wrote one script. Yeah. He just run out of Hollywood yeah. at the time. <laughs> like We're going to need
2: a dis- distinctly different point of view. Yeah, right? <laughs> my man. Yeah. Ted, was it? Uh, Frank on Un- Frank, Frank. Get out of here, Frank.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Gene Evans, who played the mayor, Andy Fulmer, was in a movie called Assigned to Danger. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yep. What is going on here? And that movie is about an insurance investigator. <laughs> <laughs> who poses as a doctor to investigate a payroll robbery.
1: What? How, okay. many, how many, like, somethings to
2: danger is there? And it all involves sort of low-level
1: bureaucrats. Wow. And a lot of medical fraud this episode. I yeah. know, oh, we yes. we're a lot. Yep. Of, we're doing that. Is there a world where there's some sort of business advantage to uh, giving your whatever creative product at the time, an, an A title. Oh, I do feel my. like if you're at the top oh, of those catalogs, yeah. these are analog catalogs. People, If you're a tired, you know, someone someone choosing what to syndicate or what to put on in a rerun. Oh, sure. There's probably an advantage of being at the front of that book. Like uh-huh. double A aardvark to adventure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: aardvark to adventure. There must be plenty of movies about yeah. that night. Yeah. Triple A adventure yeah. murder. Triple A presents aardvark <laughs> to adventure. <laughs> yeah, you may be onto something. Gene Evans was also in a movie called A Knife for the Ladies. Oh. And this the uh, on the poster, it says, When the Ripper slashes, grab your throats and pray. Making it sound like people have more than one throat. Yeah. yeah. When the Ripper slashes, grab your throats and pray. Nothing in there about running away? Nope. Okay. As soon as the knife comes out, grab your throats. Okay. Is that the, that's the
1: f- first line of defense, having been. Threatened with a throat slash? <laughs> yep. Right.
2: Seems tough. Yeah. <laughs> Seems That's not... I mean, like mean, your chin maybe even. Yeah. At best, you're going to get your hand cut. Yeah. No kidding. Well, now uh, it is time to officially inaugurate the Schlitz Playhouse of Stars drinking game. Here I go, opening up a can of Schlitz. Here we go. Whoa. Get, oh, get, get boy. A fair amount on me. <laughs> well, it uh, wouldn't be Schlitz if it didn't spritz. <laughs> yeah, a fair amount of Schlitz on a my body. A good Schlitz will spits all <laughs> on, over you. On my cowboy shirt. Well, could be worse. I'm going to roll around in some manure later and just smell a little better. <laughs> but, uh, yep, that's right. So, there's a television show I ain't never seen it myself called the Schlitz Playhouse of Stars. And it seems like just about everybody who was ever on Bonanza <laughs> walked through the Schlitz Playhouse of Stars. And so, now we got a drinking game every time that happens. I think the Schlitz.
1: they literally walk through the set. You have to do an episode to get to the set of Bonanza. That's
2: <laughs> <laughs> it begins to seem that way. That yeah. it's it, it almost begins to feel as though the Schlitz Playhouse of Stars was compulsory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had to do it. Those contracts. I know. Oh, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Well, that, that may be part of it. You're signing Sh- up you know, for quite a raft of stuff. Schlitz was really the Amazon of the 50s and just <laughs> ruled Hollywood. We all yeah, know it. Yeah. Monopoly. Helen Westcott played Amanda Ridley, uh, her father was killed by Walt Disney in a game of polo. Excuse me. <laughs> well, I'm reading between the lines a little bit. This was during the Hollywood polo craze in the 1930s,
1: not to be confused with the actual Hollywood backgammon craze. No, oh, of
2: The no. 70s, the late 70s. Oh, this that's is very that's a real thing as well. This was different. This was this was much better because this okay. was it became for a while very fashionable to play polo, which is an extremely dangerous game. And not easy to just say, hey, let's go play polo today. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, uh, it, well, now it's kind of like how golf is now. Like, if I, you want to get business done, you right. better get out there on the polo field. Oh, I see. Okay. So, you got a lot of people saying, uh, uh, sure, I play polo, boss. And then getting themselves literally killed. Wow. And so this fellow was, uh, he was playing for the MGM team versus the Walt Disney team. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, he, was, he was an actor, and he died. Uh, But anyway Because of a polo um, A mallet Hit to the head Or what? What I saw Was that his skull Was fractured When his horse Fell on him. Yeah, I don't know a how lot, that of, lot of horse falling. Yeah. I gotta Yeah, you know, the horses just fall over. It's like almost that. as if the horses would not choose
1: to be involved in a game like
2: this. Yeah, they're but,
1: falling down in protest. I don't know what, but it can't
2: be that because we all know that the horses want to play polo just as much as the humans. Do. That's true. Yeah. Well, maybe the horses want to be used. They should. They're. I, I should be driving cattle. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing. Put, trying to put a ball in a net. Or I'm the one. Give, give me the mallet, Coach. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm a, I don't need this chump on my back. Just telling me where to go. <laughs> ding, dee, dee, ding, What's that? Well, that isn't that put me in coach. i am not even played center field. Coach, i am ready to play,
2: oh, center field, field. play center field. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it might not be, but um, let's all imagine that it felt was. right. Actually, oh, it it was close you. enough. That's one of the rare jokes that did improve with the explanation. I, <laughs> <laughs> I needed the explanation. I told it you it I did, am
2: reference work. deep, and yeah. that is it. <laughs> we got also Helen Westcott was in a movie called Monster on the Campus. And this is about a science professor is exposed to the irradiated blood of a fish, which causes him to regress into a caveman. Okay. And again, we must take a sip of our Schlitz because Helen Westcott was on the Schlitz uh, Playhouse of Stars. Ah, Wait a minute. Hmm? uh, What kind of fish? A radioactive fish? Uh, Irradiated fish blood.
1: And that turned him into a caveman and not a fish?
2: That's right. Because it was like some sort of prehistoric fish. I see. Irradiated fish blood, (laughs) a.k.a. Literally all the food that we eat <laughs> these days.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: the mercury. Truly, and, straight up, yeah. we did. We yeah. well, we eat a ton of it. All of us. Yeah, we, you yeah. open
2: up a can of tuna, you are exposing yourself to irradiated fish blood. <laughs> we're all lucky we're not cavemen. Oh. I, basically, it's now Schlitz canned irradiated fish blood. That's Whoa. what you opened up. Delicious. Mm. Yeah. Frank Ferguson played J.R. Ridley. He was the medical examiner in the House of Wax. Oh, which that just seems like. Uh, This person's been covered in wax. Yeah, pretty straight up. Yeah, Yeah. it was before the days of (laughs) gel. Cover somebody. A lot of tragedies
1: before the gel
2: discovery Uh, got made.
1: Yeah, not as a, I mean, wax in uh, small measures can be an exciting afternoon, but if you Mm -hmm. cover yourself in it, you're basically Mm suffocated. You'll be a dead person. Mm -hmm.
2: And we must again drink our slits. For Frank Ferguson Uh appeared on the slits. (laughs) Mm. jesus we're gonna get hammered oh, that's good irradiated fish blood mm. christopher dark was on shirley Temple's storybook and the schlitz playhouse <laughs> of stars lie, and he my. played jesse tibbs in this episode mm. <laughs> guy lee who plays 18 year old jimmy in this episode uh he doesn't he has a few credits but the one that i'm oh, sure god yeah he got yeah. more work oh thank yeah. god he got a little more work i mean any more work yeah. More, more than I would have thought. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
2: true. Well, but listen to one of his credits. <laughs> oh, no. <on>, uh, <laughs> good heavens. One of his credits is in the film, The Three Stooges Go Around the World in a Daze. He played Chinese Mo. Yeah. That had to have been a difficult
1: day. I no, I oh. genuinely think there's a extremely high chance this episode marks the pinnacle of his creative career
2: Uh uh-huh that may be he did come back to bonanza they had him back in no kidding i do often wonder i like to pick an actor like
1: that and try and see if i can track the trajectory of their life like did he continue acting
2: or did he go on to do something else
1: i would like to know
2: yep yeah yeah well all right we'll dig further into into guy lee if you like yeah uh ray strickland uh, well, this guy, I did look further into him. He played Billy Wheeler and he, uh, he left acting to become a publicist and then returned to acting. Was he, though,
1: not in Publicist to Adventure? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was in *Public adventure. Okay, he See, was yeah. also he was in a, an educational film called *Should I Marry Outside My Faith*, which is <laughs> yeah, thir- educational is a loose <laughs> to, yeah. education to adventure. It's thirty minutes long, and I watch every minute. of it. Oh, I am a little jealous. Yeah, but also we must drink because he was on the slicks. Wow.
1: Well, is it okay to marry outside your faith? Yeah, 30, 30 minutes seems like a long time for them just to say no over and over. <laughs> that's again, about that seems- that's about
2: right. I'll give you the upshot of it he goes and he visits the, he's a Protestant and he wants to marry a Catholic lady <laughs> oh so he's reaching real far <laughs> oh yes so. intolerably across the Rubicon yeah and the the he goes talk to the Catholic priest and there's a bunch of different arguments but what it really the most salient one what it boils down to is he says to him your wife if you should marry this woman will be honor bound to do everything in her power to to convert you to Catholicism. And if she fails, she will be considered to be living in sin. And then he goes and talks to the pastor, and the pastor says, you know, you must do everything in your power to convert her into a Protestant. Jesus <laughs> so that right. sounds like that's going to be an eventful marriage. So, yeah. but, so he didn't end up marrying her, or did he? Well, I don't know if you want. Do you want spoilers? I'm ready. All right. <laughs>
1: It won't stop me watching it. I yeah. mean, this just sounds amazing. Yeah, it's, it's more got, about the
2: craft. It, it, is, awesome. it is. You're right. <laughs> it's, it's the story. The, there's no it's spoiler. the journey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You're not going to believe it because I'm sitting there on the edge of my seat because these two love each other. But they're being told if you get married, it will be a living followed by an eternal hell. And this is a real struggle. And then the damn thing ends without a decision being made. Ooh, I think yeah. it ends. The way it ends, you're, uh, it, I I think the purpose of it is a pastor is supposed to show it to a couple that's going through this same decision. And the way it ends, he turns to them and says, well. Oh, right. I think that's what it is. There's yeah. no definitive conclusion. Like, well, let me pull
1: the second VHS tape and we'll finish this off. <laughs> yeah. 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 My uh, God. Wow. What is the, the ultimate cliffhanger?
2: It is exactly.
1: Oh my God, that's a M Night Shyamalan without a, a, a twist. A twist, yeah. A twist.
2: There's no twist. No, it's not an M Night Shyamalan. It's. That's, I like the twist. Is there's no twist. Nobody's ever tried that. Yeah. Got to,
1: someone's got to do it. Wouldn't Bonanza, it be great? Bonanza could try it. The third act.
2: Yeah. yeah. M Night Shyamalan. If it just comes through and there's no twist. Yeah. I love that. It. Like he. The line
1: is I. You didn't ask, but I don't see dead people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't think you did. Okay. The end. No one does. (laughs) I'm just a troubled young man, and you survived that gunshot. (laughs) (laughs) It is living. We are living in the past here. There's no—we're just in a village in the 1800s. Don't worry about it. Yeah, relax. Everything's fine. You know, it's not the best life, but it's the best that we can do, given the time and the technology. Yeah, Yeah. and
2: there are weird little hedgehog wicker people that walk around in red cloaks i just getting... have a habit of filling up a glass of water and drinking a little bit of it and putting it down <laughs> i'm doing it again <laughs> i ain't even seen that movie <laughs> Oh, got... reference deep <laughs> yep. very nice there, there okay. you go philip on he played lee uh uncle lee in this episode he uh well let's drink our let see oh let's play house you got more work? work hell yeah mm-hmm. yep he uh he left acting to open a restaurant called the Moongate Restaurant, which okay. was a, a Chinese restaurant people liked a lot in the 60s and 70s. He also was in a movie called Tex Rides with the Boy Scouts, which sounds to me like a serious accusation. <laughs> 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 was,
1: was that Chinese restaurant in uh, Los Angeles?
2: Yeah. Must be. Moongate. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, Patricia Michon played Sally Ridley. She was in a movie in 1960 called I Passed for White. Oh, I passed great. for <laughs> Your wonderful stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a girl who's got one of her parents is white and one of them is black and she ends up, not unlike Should I Marry Outside My Faith, yeah. she marries a white fellow without ever disclosing that she is uh, partly a black person. Okay, good oh, for her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they have all kinds of problems. Uh, <laughs> Arthur Space, what a name. Wow. He played Cyrus Hammond. This guy, boy, this this one, now I went down a real rabbit hole or a lion hole. This movie he was in a movie in nineteen seventy three called Frasier the Sensuous Lion. Now, I've never seen a movie with a title anything like that. Wow. So I had yeah. to know more. Here's the description. The secret to Fraser the lion's ability to father a record number of cubs is sought by zoologist Marvin Feldman, who travels to the California Lion Country Safari to study the beast. Once there, the astonished zoologist discovered that Fraser can speak and that the lion is being hunted by a rich man who wants to kill the animal in order to attain his sexual prowess. It's up to Marvin to come up with a way to foil the billionaire and save Fraser's life. Now, Turns out, this is a yeah. true story. <laughs> <laughs> Every part of it. The talking lion? Every part of it. There was a lion named Fraser at a California safari uh, preserve who uh, was very old and and very uh, difficult to look at because he had some jaw deformity and his tongue hung out all the time. But he, uh, f- the ladies couldn't keep their paws off him. Yeah. Now, I'm going to leave, uh, leave it to Sarah Vaughn, jazz singer Sarah Vaughn. To tell you the rest in this song she recorded right. called oh Frazier the Sensuous Lion. Oh my God. Where she gets very specific about the veterinary care that But <laughs> <I used. laughs> this is, you're not even giving us time to process no, I'm every not. level of this. this. Is... I'm not. This is a unbelievable. unbelievable. Okay. okay. First, they combed his tangled tresses, housed him with the lionesses, thinking him a harmless old grandpapa.
0: cod liver oil, cobalt and copper Younger studs brought in for
2: breeding
0: Wound up beaten, bruised and bleeding Every dawn the same thing kept occurring Stretched out
2: in an old seraphi, there lay Fraser, tied the happy
0: <sighs> All
2: his ladies on the nest and buried Wow! There oh my God! Go. Isn't that a great song? Now, what's the target market for that? For the song or the movie? The, well, either. <laughs> but
1: but the I song. Assume one has to be influenced by the other. I <laughs> oh, hope to yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I never thought that that was like part of the soundtrack, or it might be it? part of the soundtrack. I too. hope. I don't yeah, know. Unless right. it's it's the, a story that just so gripped America <laughs> I, that and Sarah Vaughan. Yeah. It, everybody had to get there. Sort of. Hey, you know, do you ever wonder about... Because I'm not a musician, but I I sometimes wonder about the songwriting process, and I didn't think yeah. it could simply be a list of medical <laughs> care. <for her. laughs> yeah, that's a long
2: list of. Uh, uh, I mean, she must have read an article and just wrote it down into her lyric book. Yeah, it does just make reformat me wonder it a
1: little bit. Right, you know, that, is there
2: a subgenre of famous pop
1: stars singing wildly specific songs about animals? Because now Michael Jackson had that song
2: about the rat. remember oh. Ben? No. Oh, Ben. That was I about can, a rat? I believe so. I thought it would had to be about a bear.
1: <laughs> will you will you
2: check that out? <laughs> Fine. I am on the a computer. Let's see here.
1: That, mm, rat. Well, that sounded so familiar when you said it, but that bear also sounded Ben. I do remember it's
2: a very sweet love song.
1: Well, am I am I living it I mean either way, it's a song about an,
2: an animal, so but I feel like it's about a rat. Well, how am I gonna find Ben's song, Wikipedia's it was performed oh, yeah that's it okay let's see here how do I find out if it's about a rat well what doesn't Rick tell you I, go to Wikipedia, where Rick Rick knows a lot about these things hey the Brady Bunch performed it too uh, uh here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna say Michael Jackson yeah let me look it up too now you have some idea of how long it takes me to learn things <laughs> on the computer Ben and then I'm gonna say rat Okay, Ben. Per, nope. How many rats were used in the movie Ben? No. Well, now here. that's what I want to know. I don't care anymore about Michael Jackson. So. The AV Club says Michael Jackson's okay. first solo number one hit was an ode to a
1: rat. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and that's the in the animal songs canon. Ben may be the only love song about a rat, uh, and it's from the movie Willard. And that's funny because I was thinking, is the song called Willard? That's right. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Wait, does that mean that other, the the Crispin Glover Willard, a remake, clearly? Oh. Because that's a rat. That's a creepy rat man. Oh, oh, right. Huh. Yeah.
2: I never thought of that. Shit. That's interesting. <laughs> well, now I want to know how many of uh, other Michael Jackson songs are being sung to rats, but they just don't, it's not as obvious. Yeah. Maybe all. Yeah. Of them. Billie Jean.
1: Yeah. She rats. could be a rat. Yeah. yeah. She could be. Yeah. Uh, Kid is not my son. It's a rat. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> fat. Fat. Yeah. That's probably just about, Those are about rats. Like a hippo. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love Michael Jackson's Eat It. That's his best song. <laughs> I'm a fat man myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. We'll also just let round out this here. Arthur Space was also in a TV show called Bigfoot and Wild Boy. And Schlitz Playhouse. of stars. Oh, Goddamn. Right. Take a drink and... I'm also thinking yeah. specifically about medical procedure songs. Madonna's song, Like a Surgeon, is also oh, like that, That is too. a good one. Yeah. Madonna never did any better than Like a Surgeon. That was, that, that. yeah, or as I always call her, the material girl. That's right. <laughs> hey, oh, and the Kinks sang about
1: Yoda, too, so there's another animal <laughs> song of sorts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: The Kinks. All right, folks, going that, back a yeah. little bit. Do yeah, you yeah.
1: think we could— uh, if some listener could go ahead and try the procedure as outlined in that song, because <laughs> all the steps are there. They're all there. All the ingredients are there. So someone give it a shot for, yeah. for If you have it. access to a lion. Yeah. Uh, well, you just think you could take the niacin and whatever. Oh, you else. yourself,
2: a yeah. person could do Oh, it. right. I, just, I bet it would really help one's virility. Mm, what a good idea. Yeah. So go find yourself the lyrics of that Sarah Vaughan song and write it down and head over to CVS and just load up on all those ingredients. Yeah. And and take it and then see how many lion cubs you can spawn. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) see what happens. That's how you make a lion. That's how you make a lion. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this is where we would pause for a commercial break. We don't do commercials on this damn podcast. Don't need them. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) But if we was to do it, we'd do it for Schlitz. We Yeah, we'd do it for Schlitz. We'd say, "This is Dalton Wilcox for Schlitz beer." Uh, we're. I just drank more of it than I cared to. But I'm fine. <laughs> this is Mutt Taylor for Schlitz beer. I don't just drink it.
1: I bathe in it. <laughs> yep. You sort of add add enough uh, agar to it. That becomes the gel is now, the thing. Agar, oh, agar man. man. little I'm secret. A, that's a reference I really dig into because all I know about agar is that when cartoon characters eat it, their heads go small. <laughs> is that right? You don't remember? Or is that alar? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know what you're talking you about. You don't call, Oh, no, alum. That's alum. Alum? alum. It, Oh yeah, I think that stuff dehydrates you quite a. Agar is the stuff from uh, science class; those little, oh, little right. jelly
2: oh, jelly yeah. dishes That's that right. you put the uh, bacteria and whatnot on. That's right. I think. Yeah. Oh, I don't know nothing about no science, and I don't care to. All right. Well, but well, let's sure we just dig right into the the episode now.
1: Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness.
2: Let's do The Fear Merchants This was an unbelievable episode of Bonanza It opens in Virginia City There's a table of Chinese men sitting in a nice place Turns out this is a tong, the tong This is, they're, they're having a tong And they are there Now this is where I had to rewind and watch it again Hop Sing in this show Is the cook at the Ponderosa Ranch And he normally speaks with a very uh, sensitive and thoughtfully portrayed... Oh, that's <laughs> what you're saying. Chinese yeah, accent. that's right. oh, His Chinese accent is uh, it's something we can all enjoy for its authenticity <laughs> and its hilariousness. But in this scene, he doesn't have it. In, and does he later in the episode? Yes, he does. In the very next scene, he has his usual... So here was my thought okay. on that as
1: a device, because it is actually one that I have considered using in stuff I've written, which is that when he's speaking... Unaccented American or American-accented English. Yes, yes. He's meant to be speaking in Chinese. Oh, I believe that was goodness. the device. Oh, so they're doing the Hunt for Red October method. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think. Although I had that thought initially, and then I yeah. do think it maybe doesn't track because, because, but then Jimmy. I guess his whole thing is he's American so maybe because mm. but then the other implication might be that Hop Singh does not have just does a stereotypical right he does it exactly. just to make the Cartwrights
2: feel good about them <laughs> that's so, I, I mean, like that better yeah <laughs> that is I thought of I thought of two possibilities myself one was that he does yeah he does not speak in that. Accent, he speaks because l- no one does,
1: is <laughs> <laughs> critical here.
2: But he puts it on when he's around uh, all the uh, Cartwrights and everybody else in Virginia yeah. City because that's what they expect,
1: right? That's what they want, give right? Them, give them what they
2: want now. There's that, but then my other possibility was that the actor playing Hop Sing, once he got into a room with a bunch of other Asian American <laughs> actors, said, I can't do it, I'm yeah, or they all looking at each other like, which one of you is going to be the first, and no one did. <laughs> well, did now, but I ought never considered this other possibility that we're meant to feel that they are speaking to one another I, in.
1: I, th- I, that was my thought for yeah. about five minutes, and I, I, I didn't go back and track it. I think that might not hold up, but okay. I, I thought that, and you know, for for quite a few minutes of the episode, I thought that was
2: the device. But that, you know.
1: The- they would be speaking, presumably, Chinese to each other. So. Yeah. Well, like,
2: maybe, but maybe not, because uh, 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 li- Uncle Lee, his whole thing is, we're in America. I'm going to give my son an American birthday party. Yeah. I'm going to propose a toast, which is an American tradition mm-hmm. and he's all about. He's yeah. a big fan. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they would speak English right. to you, it,
1: it also does feel like maybe all of these things were sort of
2: true at some point in the production. Yeah. <laughs> well, that kinda, happens a lot. Like, as a for instance, here's a for instance of that. If you watch this episode at various times, the family name of Lee and Jimmy is Chang Chung Ching. Jesus Christ. Christ cheng it oh. depends on who's saying it and in what scene yeah ben wow. cartwright says chung and Chang. Oh, wow. it, it, just from scene to scene it changes maybe
1: if you download the script you'll find the whole thing's written in stereotypical chinese vernacular and you yeah. know like all the stage uh, directions <laughs> like bone tomahawk
2: <laughs> exactly my god yeah <laughs> so uh-huh. that was a little confusing to me but anyways and that's to what, them i bet i suppose yeah. that's
1: or, what happened or, or distressingly not confusing oh, i think yeah. it's Probably very crystal, crystal clear, clear. <laughs> what's the difference
2: he yeah. says ching i say chung <laughs> what difference does it make well I on imdb it says chang so we'll go with that but uh uh so that scene that's what we learned that uh hop sings cousin jimmy's having a big 18th birthday party and so there we go now uh, after that, he walks out, and he's back to his old Hop Sing Ways, and he runs into Jesse Tibbs and Billy Wheeler, a couple of bad guys, and they beat him up for being Chinese, and then they say we gotta get, uh, got to get a lot more of these Chinese out of Virginia City before it's a fit place to live, they say. Right. And that's boom, now into the credits. Bing, <laughs> I, I,
1: I did have a, a very general non-Bonanza watcher question that on its face will sound like the dumbest question on earth, but maybe— I, Virginia City's
2: in Virginia. <laughs> no, no, it isn't, but okay.
1: and frankly, I can't
2: understand why you'd think that. Why would they put Virginia City in It's not like you put Kansas City in Kansas? I guess that's true. actually, yeah, right. <laughs> Well, you might put one of them. And And there's Paris,
1: Texas. Where the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: Paris. Virginia City is in... Oh, (laughs) it's in It's in Nevada. Nevada. (laughs) Okay, okay. The West Coast. Right over the California border.
1: Yeah, everything else read that. And Uh then they kept on saying Virginia City. And I was like, I should... Could easily have looked it up. Oh, no. no, Went ahead and did not. Don't worry about it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, sort of a West Coast gold rush kind of building the railroads kind of folks. Yeah, those, and they've those. brought enough of Virginia's deep south with them <laughs> yes. to make it feel like Virginia, I <laughs> Yeah, <think. laughs> Yeah, that's They're true. By the Virginia attitude in Nevada. Yeah. Yep. yep.
2: Now, uh, 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 this is the 20th episode to feature the burning map in the opening credits, and uh, they then we go to the Ponderosa Ranch House, and we see Haas and Little Joe, and uh, they Haas uh, is very concerned about eating bird's nest at uh, Jimmy Ching's, <laughs> he says, birthday party. And then Hop Singh arrives barely conscious on a horse. He's b- barely yeah, yeah. maintaining consciousness on this horse. Paul asked him, what happened to you, boy? And uh, he says, it's Chinese business. And uh, And then what they're, they're talking about how they're going to go try to defend Hop Sing, But Adam says, I don't want to start any more trouble for the Chinese than they already have mm. by defending. The Chinese business was weird
1: because mm-hmm. it didn't... From the previous scenes, seemed like Chinese business. Oh yes, it it's like birthday couple of, party
2: planning. Couple.
1: Yeah. Oh, but the, the white guys. <laughs> oh, I see the Part the trouble part of it seemed distinctly
2: not Chinese. <laughs> so Hop Sing is beaten yeah. up by a couple of white guys and when his friend's employers ask him what happened, he says, it's Chinese, Chinese business. business. Right, you're right. Yeah. Is, I, is, remember thinking oh, like, I actually thought that
1: was going to be the central misunderstanding of the episode that he refuses to, I guess. He I mean, thought what? Jesse
2: Tibbs and Billy Wheeler was Chinese.
1: Yeah, it felt like
2: there was a <laughs> chance. I was like, what are you talking about, man? Oh, <laughs> yeah. But no, they let it go. He just didn't want their help well now we have a scene here uh where uh uh uncle lee wants to buy 18 tiny american flags to mm-hmm. put on jimmy chang's birthday cake right which is a very specific desire in a frontier town but i'm he manages to find a store that has them yeah <laughs> he sure does or doesn't <laughs> or doesn't but yeah there is a uh, jesse tibbs telling the shop owner oh no you you're not you don't have them right don't sell them to him just to be a dick yeah. <laughs> he don't sell them and then uh and then uh, Uncle Lee walks outside, runs into Paul and Adam. Oh, by the way, this was a moment. All four cart rides right ride into Virginia City. And then Paul says to Hoss and Little Joe, you guys go pick up the present for jimmy Chang and i thought oh shit they're, that's it we'll never see him again in this episode because that's what happens a lot yeah here, they'll, right. they'll oh, ride into virginia city the- and two of them will have a reason to go do something and we'll never see him again <laughs> yeah. so they, i was afraid did they ever reveal what that present was they never did oh, oh they sure did oh yeah. no, that's too bad they, oh yeah, man that present was a prominent feature in the it was it was, one, and it
1: was yeah. big i know it was big, big, big. big looked God. like a I don't know, like a whole suit, maybe it'd be a suit or something. Oh, like a sure, suit set or A something. college suit. Oh, probably. Oh, a college yeah. suit. Yeah, maybe he got him a mortar
2: board and, and oh, yeah, robe. A you know, a this gown. is for you later. Yeah. 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 And a he says he's going one to college. Day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh okay, so then uh Pa and Adam get rid right into the problem about the American flags, and they walk in there to the shop and they buy some little American flags themselves and it's very tense yeah. scene. But after it, I wa- I went back and rewatched this a thousand times. Shut up, crows. Damn crows making fun of us. (laughs) Now, what does Ben Cartwright say to Adam Cartwright in this scene? Okay. All right. This is they walk out. They've had a confrontation with Jesse Tibbs in this store, and they walk out. Here we go.
0: Adam, you shouldn't let Jesse Tibbs get under your skin that way. I can't help it. Nothing but a cattle thief and a hired gun, and yet he walks around loose. He'll crap himself in time.
2: He says he'll crap himself in time. I'll listen to it a hundred times. There's nothing else he could be saying. He'll trap himself. I, I thought it was oh, trap. Oh, okay. I, he'll trap himself in but time. But I
1: think he'll crap himself in time is better. And I also, uh, what's more, is I take that meaning to be he's going to do it in metric
2: time to music.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pro- preferably Fraser the Friendly Lion or whatever it is. Yeah, is. He'll crap himself in time to Fraser the Sensuous Lion. <laughs> by Sarah
1: uh, <laughs> Three, four. Is, that was uh, remarkably prescient. No spoilers, but, or spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. He does crap himself, I guess, in this episode. He must, right? Yeah, Probably. Must. Yeah, As yes, we all so, know. You, uh,
2: you, um, revoke claim to your bowels when you get shot (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah. that's right well i i have to admit now that i did go back and rewatch that moment again and again to see if there was evidence of him crapping himself and i didn't see any evidence but that doesn't mean he didn't because masterful screenwriting held back by network television (laughs) yeah (laughs) once again once again i can't believe it was trap i swear to god i I, i'm gonna see if i can hear it now but I, i doubt i'll be able to well so now what do we got we got uh Andy Fulmer is running for mayor, and so Paul drops in on him, and now... This fella Andy Fulmer is running for mayor, and he's on a platform of Virginia City for Virginia City, and he doesn't like them foreigners. And he's got a whole thing where he's trying to gin up hostility toward foreigners to win an election. Yeah, right? right? Is that fair mm-hmm. assessment oh, yeah. of what this fella's up to? Yeah,
1: <laughs> a yeah. common practice for election.
2: Yeah, winning a winning, a
1: winning strategy to this day. Also, his casting really is just. <laughs> Two on the nose i couldn't get that <laughs> you wouldn't be able to get that by today how so what you mean he looks so much like a like a caricature like a like a you know Boardwalk drawing caricature of Donald Trump. It is.
2: Yeah. Wild, oh, wow. Actually. No
1: kidding. I never thought of that. It's right. like When he really gets going, you're like, he doesn't look like Donald Trump. What he looks like is a cartoon of Donald Trump. Yeah. A <laughs> political yeah. cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like he's got like a, like a holding a big sack that just says like graft <laughs> or whatever <laughs> on it. <laughs> and there's like a big elephant behind him. Yeah. I love political cartoons. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah.
2: They're the best. The
1: unions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Taxation without representation, and it's a big cake. <laughs> Statue of Liberty pulling up her dress so a mouse can come out that's wearing a name tag that says, I don't know what the fuck. Liberty and shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Big oil. Tariffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Liberty's ankle is tariffs.
1: Uh-oh, my necklace says Holly Smoot. <laughs>
2: They say if you have to explain your joke, it doesn't work, right? But how about if you have to label every image your joke? <laughs> this kettle is literally good. named Teapot Dome.
1: <laughs> Are we wasting people's time?
2: I hope not, because here comes a big scene now. Uh, we got uh, Jimmy, Jimmy talks to Hoss and Joe. This is the scene with the giant present. Again, Hoss is concerned about eating a bird's nest. And now... It appears Jimmy works in a stable. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's in there working in a stable. And Sally Ridley rides up and she's getting cat calls from Billy Wheeler and all that. And and uh, Jimmy Jimmy sort of comes to defend her honor a mm-hmm. little bit there. And Billy threatens her and threatens Jimmy, I think punches him. Yeah, slaps right. him, slaps them, a slaps them around a yeah, little yeah. bit like that. And there's a there's an exchange which I was confused by, where he's like, "Leave me alone, to Sally," and she says, "All I did was bathe your face. I would a girl would do that for anyone." And he says, "Yeah, for anyone." And she says, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean it." And he says, "I'm used to it. I did not understand the exchange." <sighs> I mean, I guess the implication is anyone,
1: including a Chinaman, okay, but right it the. I mean, it, obviously, it's not particularly relevant what her character's all about, <laughs> but <laughs> it did it did seem to veer multiple times in her scene. Uh, this is it. This is her one scene. Yeah. and But, you know, because it was also the, I mean, this might be the 60s, 50s, 60s, you know, choreography of it. Hmm. I did not understand whether that kiss was consensual. Oh, neither did she. Yeah, oh, yes. right. I think, yeah. but t- what a deep conflict! What yeah. a what a rich character. Uh, <laughs> yeah, someone, yeah, she really has a quite. A, and then it's like she's sympathetic, but then she's still like kind of like liberal racist. Yeah, and then right. but like you know feels bad about it, then stands up for him, and then
2: well, she's a bit of a strumpet. We know that oh, she's out having but but good time. All
1: all that in she had the she had the most arc, most
2: depth, most character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The line between. Uh, I want to be kissed, I don't want to be kissed is very blurry. Yeah. 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 Admittedly, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. It's just another Isn't
1: thing it? you got to unfocus your eyes from. Yep. Yeah,
2: exactly. Just please
1: don't pay attention no, to that... any... If you think about it, that's when the problems happen. <laughs> don't
2: think about it. Just enjoy it. Uh, and this... Is, okay, so why is Sally Ridley only in one scene? We're about to see. <laughs> She's down there looking after Jimmy and and her father comes in and her... Uh, Right, she's down on her knees taking care of Jimmy, who's been slapped around a little bit. And here comes her father, J.R. Ridley. Oh, boy. Sally.
0: Father. Get
2: into the house. But, Father. Did you hear me?
0: Why, what have I done?
2: You've disgraced my name, flouting yourself in front of this heathen.
0: I was just helping Jimmy. Billy Wheeler hit him.
2: And I thank Billy Wheeler for that.
0: Father, how can you say that? Jimmy didn't do anything.
2: You get into the house before I thrash you.
0: I'm not afraid of you, Father. I haven't done anything wrong. Every time I look at a boy, you see evil. Hey! Sally!
2: You keep away from
1: her. You shouldn't have done that, Mr. Ridley.
0: Why? Oh,
2: Father, no! He pulled the gun. They grapple. That easily avoidable. And yeah. <laughs> it's easily silly. avoidable. She goes down like a sack of potatoes the moment she's shot. <sighs> There's no suffering, thank no, goodness. No. Yeah. The moment the gunshot goes, it's lights out, she's gone. Yeah. Now, yeah, so what happened? Abrupt. There? Yeah. Very, very abrupt. And it's her father who shot her. And by the way, his response to shooting his daughter is, oh, you know. Pretty chill. <laughs> pretty chill. Who's going to clean that up? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just sort of like, oops-a-daisy. Yeah. Well, because uh, Jimmy said you shouldn't have done that, which I guess is maybe vaguely threatening, and it made Jr. pull his gun, and it made her jump at him, and they wrestled over that gun. The
1: the I the the amount of like. Not just gun play, but pointing guns at folks really ramps up at this point. And I, oh, I, yeah. I guess I had such a um, rose-colored glasses of uh, you know conception of Bonanza. Oh, really? I didn't really understand it was just like fairly violent play yeah. that was on once a week. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. there's
2: plenty of gunfire. Lots of people yeah. get killed. Usually, this like young women. pretty
1: chill. Like, like this. It, it is sort of like. These people are neighbors and sort of seem to be <laughs> routinely pointing guns at each other all the time, which just seems like it'd be rather stressful. I guess that's the cowboy way, but. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: You don't have time to sit there and go, now, let's sit down and talk through our, it's, I pulled it, I got my gun on you first. Yeah. And therefore. And I get to walk down this street and you don't. Yeah. Even if you're my daughter. <laughs> Even, I went in Especially. argument by pulling my gun and shooting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So now it seems that Jimmy has been in the same room as a dead person. And now that's problems for him because if you're that girl's father, well, what you going to do? You might as well say he did it. Not me, I suppose. Right. Yeah. So Classic. now, yep. Uh, It's his birthday party, but he's not there. He's an hour late and he comes in and he's all dirty. His face is dirty. Yeah. Right? He needs a face bath. He needs a real face bath. He's been chased and he's been beaten and he is accused of murder. Okay. And luckily, the Cartwrights are there. And, uh, and that, but then the posse comes around and they say, we're either taking him to the jail or we're roping him up right here. And, uh, uh, the Cartwrights say, all right, look, let, well, let's just take him over to the jail and we'll, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> sure. That'll work out fine. Yeah. We believe you. We know you didn't kill anybody, but we're going to bring you over to jail anyway and lock you up and for they, your safety. But they
1: even express a doubt in that scene. And they're like, but still we gotta express a doubt about right Cause he's or, or, or like, like Jimmy's like. Everyone gets a fair trial in America, and the oh, yeah. are like, mm. Even Haas, the dumbest and simplest of them all.
2: Even Haas is like, I'm not so stupid, I don't know this. Yeah, well, this is, there is a little bit of a simple off between Haas and Jimmy in this episode. The two of them are just a, the innocence of children. The two of it's them. just, uh, yeah, because I thought what this was, it was going to kind of
1: become a showdown, sort of like a tense, like, yeah. Oh, you're not getting the, him? Yeah. yeah. yeah but, but I guess they do that later. We just need, again, a, a third act that doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, they're killing time to get to what they could have got to right away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a tight half hour. Yeah, the, the first half hour of the show. No, I mean we could turn this episode into oh, I see like, a, like a yeah.
2: thrilling half hour. Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely. Well, we'll uh, let's. But then you wouldn't have time to, for your mind to wander and get them to go to the bathroom and all that stuff. <laughs> this was on at a time when the, you couldn't pause it. You yeah. know what I mean? No, yeah. you yeah. had to just say I've lost the thread. I'm going to the turlet. Yeah. and then <laughs> and then come back and say, all right, I the, get it. The now. thread will return. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they lock them up, and uh, the, but the posse still want. Awesome, right there's a tong meeting where uh what
1: the young oh, oh sorry I yeah. meant to jump in so the the tong uh this is me kind of remembering this from Chinese but I think Tong uh like uh I think it even says no 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 that on one there's Chinese in the back that I think at one point is like this is like the Chinese store. Um oh. I, I think. And then but Tong is sort of just like like uh Tong uh was is one way that people talk say Chinese people. And zhen is people. So like oh. it's just sort of like the Chinese community. Uh-huh. I, I believe. Okay. I
2: believe. So this is the Tong, which is like this, the Chinese folks. The community. Yeah. The Chinese community. Which yeah. in Virginia City is five guys. Yeah. About right yeah. About It feels there. right, to be honest. <laughs> Okay. It's kind of a lot, if anything. (laughs) Here's like five guys there who are the tongue. And, uh, they, but here, man, this is a weird scene because the old man kind of says, Hey, uh, you know, Jimmy is walking around in jeans and, uh, American style clothes oh, and all right. that. So, yeah. uh, not maybe, <laughs> not a big deal if he's to get killed <laughs> yeah, by this mob. I mean, suit the
1: punishment to the crime and the crime to the punishment, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Let
2: him go. Let this one go. Yeah.
1: He is t- truly wild. It's like, this is a small community. So we are talking about 20% <laughs> of our sons can go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's just back of the envelope at 10, 10 to 20 percent of our children
2: yeah <laughs> well, that's, a, that's an understandable loss <laughs> he says young eyes can see great distances and risk is the privilege of youth that's his. That, that's just sort of a philosophical way of saying, oh, "I'm not going to lift fuck, a finger to prevent your child from <laughs> for <laughs> no good reason." That'll teach him to go to college. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: You know what? that's a theme. That's a cross-cultural theme. Yeah. It feels like oh. no one likes when their uppity kid goes to college, right? Right. right. That's, and every culture can, yeah. can
2: vibe with that. I agree with that. Burn all the colleges down.
1: I mm-hmm. see. I agree.
2: But, so now we have an inquest. Which is not a trial. (laughs) No, it's an inquest for a trial? It's an inquest to determine if there will be a trial. Wow. But a judge is there. This sounds like an uh, episode of Appointment to Adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Just a lot of paperwork. I know. Just (laughs) an inquest to adventure. Inquest to adventure. Yeah. So Billy will, everybody testifies against Jimmy, basically, right? Is that what happens? Does JR even testify? Has he been hypnotized yet? I forget. But- uh, yes, he has.
1: He has been hypnotized. He gets hypnotized, dehypnotized, then yes, rehypnotized.
2: Yeah. This poor guy's brain. <sighs> Anytime Jr. finds himself in front of Fulmer, Fulmer. Just says to—just hypnotizes him into testifying yeah. against Jimmy. That's yeah. right. Yeah. into accuse It's
1: like, Jimmy. It's like a, in a cartoon—if it was a cartoon, Falmer's eyes would be like
2: little spirals. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And then like, he'd eat alum and his head would drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll There's nothing in his dialogue that's particularly persuasive, I have to say. It's no. Just, so, but somehow, Jr. goes, okay, yes, I will falsely accuse the boy. Speaking yeah. of Trump, it's just the last thing he heard. You
1: know, that's what he goes with. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. So he did. Uh, Jimmy must stand trial, and then there's a bunch of merchants who get together and say, "We want the Chinese out." And then uh, the Cartwrights are in the sheriff's office, and they get deputized to defend Jimmy from the gathering mob out there, which is uh, really just ten guys. About ain't, ain't such a big mob. No, it ain't. A big... Yeah. But no. also, again, presumably in the next episode,
1: having had a gunfight with these people, they're gonna go to those stores and <laughs> hey, sorry about the bullet holes and hey, oh, I'm bad. I no, no, it. they don't. They don't do that. They just. <laughs> they just let it be. Yeah. yeah yeah. It's just fine But as I'm saying Water under the bridge what's, yeah. a, what's a few bullets Between friends Right It's just might as well I've never shot a at sugar. Even one of my friends Oh you they haven't N- No Really Anyone. Oh god yeah.
2: We're shooting at each other All the time Yeah absolutely yeah. If I yeah. just want to get Your attention To uh-huh. like to see it's What like, like, you can do About the sprinklers Going off hey, you think fast Yeah kinda. I'll fire a gun <laughs> Yeah 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 Well I'm surprised To hear that I don't know How you resolve conflicts <laughs> Yeah but what do you Do with your gun If you don't do that Yeah
1: I, you know, I just, I did genuinely when I moved to Los Angeles look into buying a gun because I'm left handed. Uh, And I had been to a shooting range in Las Vegas on the way here, kind of the first one since I was a Boy Scout. And I was like... Am I a gun guy now? Wow. <laughs> wow. Now, I'm what, not a gun guy. Is it because but. you had to buy a special left-handed yeah. gun? Yes. Yeah. So it, it was. I, I truly got a whole thing because I was like shooting all these right-handed guns and all the shell casings flying across my face. Sure, sure. Oh. And I was like, well, that's annoying. So,
2: so you was going to buy a gun because you figured I'm going to go to firing ranges a bunch now and they're only going to have right-handed yeah, guns. Yeah, so, so I might I as well you. get a... Semi custom.
1: Oh wow! I thought you meant was like when the shit goes down, you're not going to be able to just pick up any gun from a dead person's hand. No, you. I. I I guess I could. Yeah, having having. Uh, you know like accidentally dropped a, a brick on on the home invader in the yeah. apocalypse scenario i'm like well this is where i find who i measure of a man type stuff <laughs> yeah. and then it's like oh but the grip's all weird and then so <laughs> i just give up you just give
2: up you allow yourself to be uh, a, yeah. uh harvested for parts yeah yeah, yeah. yep no yep. but i
1: did i went i went down that road anyway wow. not a gun guy it's it's still being crafted and you know, Vienna, I think, is where I was trying to Oh my gun. god. What? what A Viennese <laughs> left handed gun? What kind of gun? Heckler was this? and Coke. Oh, a Heckler and Coke, yeah. Coke.
2: My coke goodness. I yeah. Well I see I like cause you know I'll shoot with my left and my right and yeah. I what I try to get is the shell casings to crash into one another in midair. <laughs> Bing! That's what I love the most. Well, doesn't happen very often, but when it does, yeah, that little ting right at your yeah, eye Oh, line. man. That's, that's a, worth it. Yeah, yeah man. That's, that's real best. nice. That's the best. So I wouldn't change
1: that for the world. <laughs> I just have mine is an ambidextrous gun, so it ejects the shells straight back into my mouth. And, and I just, <laughs> just swallow them. At the yeah. end of
2: a gunfight, oh, you swallow them. Oh, oh yeah. Like, bit them at your enemy. Oh, oh actually, yeah. like
1: you could do a big big cartoon smile like when a uh, piano's dro- dropped on Daffy <laughs> Duck and it's all chill oh, and he's got and- and i will
2: just say again
1: alum Alum. (laughs) okay
2: well now here's this point in the in the show where my mind began to wander They've been deputized. There's a whole thing, the cart ride, mobbed, and there's mob, and then and Adam goes to talk to Amanda. That's what happens. Amanda yeah. Ridley is Sally Ridley's sister, Yeah. and yeah. he goes to talk to her. There's almost another semi-consensual kiss here, but now, she does crumple into the arms of a strong man. Did you notice yeah. that her house is the exact same house where he held that woman that got shot in his arms in a previous episode? <laughs> so this I did is, not notice oh, yeah, that yeah. this time. Yeah. This is the house. Well, you know, there's only so many houses in Virginia City. And and there's so many women dying on this show. They might as well just move <laughs> into the house. She's
1: just move them. Yeah. She was abruptly shot by accident. Yeah. yeah, it it did feel like that. That scene turned into like like a kind of like a weird rom com. Like it felt like Hitch for like uh, yeah for like four minutes. You'll <laughs> find Bonanza has no problem with major shifts in tone. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. was that was yeah. very like oh this is what we're doing. We're gonna sort of seduce the woman into yeah. Uh, Just veering from the only character trait she had so far. (laughs) Right. Right?
2: Yeah. And it works. Tiny tooth Adam.
1: He's at it again. So now
2: Adam is going to go with J.R. Ridley and Amanda Ridley straight over to Fulmer's office. Why Fulmer? I don't know. And tell him okay, never mind what I said before. I'm going back to what I said the first time, that it was an accidental shooting and it wasn't Jimmy that done it. And uh, and then Fulmer again hypnotizes Jr. Yeah. somehow into... into oh, we, the we, I think
1: we forgot to mention, yeah. um, having successfully won the racist trial, yeah. the Fulmer decides, well, fuck it, let's lynch him anyway. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yep, Rendering exactly. the existence of the trial
2: scene... Extremely moot. I do get yeah. a little confused about Fulmer's attitude because he's a lot of the time he's like, "Let it boil. We got him just where we want him." Yes, he's always very happy about each development, even as the developments are very yeah. different to one another. Exactly, ninety sort of, degree angles to yeah, one another. <laughs> we want him to go on trial. We want to hang him. It's very confusing. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. But you go to the turlet one time, you're out of the loop. You're out yeah. of the loop. But go twice. Yep. You're back Whoops in. Right back.
2: This is a two-turlet show. Crap in time. Yeah, crap in time. So, uh, okay, Hoss loves jailhouse beans. (laughs) <laughs> oh i
1: should say uh somewhere around here is what i had the the uh, if you'll permit a bit of a digression again uh, all right, all right. uh in the movie once upon a time in hollywood i believe one of the roles was that that uh leonardo dicaprio right had been on was bonanza most likely yeah oh, i think uh, it was bonanza something like that anyway it was about yeah. that same era of hollywood and yeah. Uh, this episode of Bonanza has is just generally a less racist portrayal of Chinese people than the 2018-19 produced Once <laughs> Upon a Time in Hollywood. It was truly wild to me to realize that in that depiction of this time... That shit was more racist than their depiction of the Western times. Wow, wow. It was. See that? Truly more woke as far as Chinese people go Ew. than Once Upon a Time. <laughs> well, that's How what they... I'm
2: telling you. Bonanza was a high point
1: of all things you considered good. Yeah, yeah people don't really... give
2: us enough credit for watching
1: this show as white men. Yeah. You know? Damn it. I mean, yeah. legitimately. I'd like an award. Yeah. What a, what a, but that, that was, I was like. Let me just say. You're seeing one episode. Yeah, I, I, I'm, re- I'm hearing that now. But the, this episode, what an outlier. I know. And the ones, the episodes, oh. I think I said this earlier, the episodes that aren't about racism find a way to make it in there yeah. in the wrong way. It must be the focus. They yeah. Just, when they're like a very special episodeing it.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, so now what happens here, there's a line, if we let Jimmy Chang die, we'll really be condemning Sally and ourselves. I believe Amanda says that to her father or something. Yeah. Oh, like
1: so that. that's their concern. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right.
2: Yes. It's about me. Uh, so <laughs> that turned Ridley around and uh, I believe, I now I forget, but I believe he tells everybody, it was an accident, right? Yeah. Didn't he do that? Yeah. And then but Fulmer whips up the lynch mob and uh, now we have a big shootout. And it comes right down to it, Jesse Tibbs versus Adam, who we know don't like each other from way back. No, no. And it's a shootout between them two, and Adam kills Jesse, and Amanda tells the sheriff the truth, and uh, and that's it. And the whole town turns against Fulmer like that. That's yeah. it. Yeah. What yeah. made him do that, exactly? But they realized he was behind them being confused about what happened or something. Yeah. Someone likes a loser. The, the, re- mm. the recantation
1: from the, from the dad? Uh-huh. I forgot the dad's name already. J.R. Ridley. Oh, yeah. There was also, uh, I mean, I guess the as far as the racist part of this goes, uh, the idea that the, the racist lynch mob that was prepared to commit a racist murder to further their racist nativist aims yeah. can simply be turned off like that. Oh, instantly. <laughs> is... Uh, I think history has showed that's not how it goes. Uh,
2: no, I don't know. They just needed to be told one fact, yeah, and then and and believe it, yeah, and then they're instantly back on. Yeah. Board. Oh, I'm
1: sure that's true because definitely this this episode had to be written by a racial conglomeration that we everyone had a greater understanding. It wasn't written by white <laughs> yeah. men that are solving it in an instant. No, 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 no. no absolutely. Not. No. Uh Very but, thoughtful. Yeah, that's. I mean, TV's TV's history has been to sanitize those people. People, always, yeah. you know, so they all came to
2: their senses. So, exactly, Virginia yeah. City came to its. Senses. They're
1: all good, good people at heart. They exactly. just got whipped up by one demagogue. Yeah, was one and only. If he weren't around, no one would be racist. <laughs> oh, and
2: we don't get to see the rest of what happens with the mayoral campaign, but I assume they elected a Chinese man to be yeah. the mayor of Virginia City. I, it must be that Pat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And that's the end of the episode. They let Jimmy out of jail and on to the rest of his wonderful life. This makes me sad how many we got left, not many. I'm sorry to say, as of today, there's only 411 episodes left of Bonanza for us to recap on this show. (laughs) It's sad, isn't it? Can you believe they only made 431 of these, Andrew? (laughs) (laughs) How many did they make a season? About 30 good lord yeah yeah wow it's a shame but now our our love interest body count is up to 12 across 20 episodes with sally ridley i'm not sure whose love interest she was maybe jimmy in a way yeah but, yeah but way. It, i think she counts uh so Wokeness. that's it. she was wokeness's bride oh
1: right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it
2: right exactly pour <laughs> one out
1: Pour one out <laughs> for the Schlitz wokeness bride.
2: <laughs> yep. Now I did receive a communication from uh, Amy Sleverson, mm. and she says uh, she is in Duluth, Minnesota. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's different from being here. Yeah. Is it? I'm not clear bit. on geography. <laughs> yeah, it's not here. We're not yeah. there. Oh, so that's different. And so she will not be showing up anytime before we're done here today. She
1: couldn't have even made it here if she tried even, if, even even on the fastest polo
2: horse yeah she route. never would have made it yep well yeah. god bless her all right well hell she'll be here next time maybe <laughs> and uh we will be talking about episode 21 season one okay what do you have to plug first there andrew t oh, what gosh. are you up to you got you got your hey do you still is it still a blog uh it isn't okay. really
1: all right i i, I is anything Stop still a blog? It. Maybe there are no it blogs. Was, it, we're just doing, yeah, the podcast. Yeah. Um, yep. So yeah, just yo is this racist? And uh, we we recently went uh, independent from you know our good hosts at Earwolf. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, so yeah, check that out. If if uh, and if the uh, racism game isn't to your taste. Uh, oh. spoiler alert, it's not particularly towards to mine. I just found a lane. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, we also do a show, uh, we, we, we have a premium show. a bunch of premium shows, uh, suboptimalpods.com. And, uh, the stated goal of those shows is to not talk about racism. It oh, does see, come wow. up from time to time, uh-huh. but, uh, yeah, we do, we do more of the, Less, less heavy stuff, fun things. People Uh of color. If you're a white person listening, you're feeling guilty and you need friends that aren't white. Sign on up. You can buy some friendship for about uh, four bucks a month,
2: maybe five. What I don't a remember. Deal. That's a pretty good deal, right there. Yeah, I spend four bucks a month, and now I don't have to say all my friends are white. Exactly. That's all it takes. <laughs> wow. Less than less than a
1: tenth of your Schlitz budget.
2: <laughs> that's about right. <laughs> all right. So that's it. You get your premium suboptimal podcast with the membership there. You get you all. You see all these that's other right. podcasts. Yeah. But if you, if you don't want to do that, you can listen to yo is this racist? That's, and that's right. Just, everybody and I
1: lives. guess I'll keep your eyes peeled on your tv set eventually something i wrote will come up oh (laughs) yeah that's exciting but i can't you know all that's a bunch of stuff i can't talk about
2: And I shouldn't have in the first You're writing for the CIA, exactly. we should say. Yeah. You're writing comedy Not for yeah, the CIA. Yeah. Appointment so, for adventure. Yeah, yeah, you can't say so. What do you got anything coming up there, Mutt, T- Mutt Taylor? Nothing except I've just been doing a series of mosaic nudes. Mosaic Ooh. nudes. Yeah, and the coffee table, mosaic tile coffee tables of, of nudes. A, yeah, with tiles. Tile yeah. mosaic yeah. nudes. Yeah. Pixelations
1: built right in. That's right. Yeah, okay. you can. you can't. I mean, I try to get, I'm using my little snippers to get those tiles as small as possible. Get as much pornographic detail in there as I can, but as much as you try, you
2: can't get it. Lots Well, of everything's HD these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. No, this well, there's is, lots of different kinds of nudes, but we should just let people know these are extremely explicit.
1: And extremely nude. Extremely. And again, nude. they are kind of pixelated in a way. It's, it's as if, mm, let's say, the Sega Genesis did
2: nudes. Okay. Yeah. So 16-bit. Yeah. yeah. And these may be art but they're not what you call art nudes. No, no, no. no. In fact, okay. there's not a single fella
1: named Art that posed for one of these. Never. These are more Nancy, Sheila, <laughs> and one, one Ephraim. Ephraim. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, uh,
2: let's just say his coffee table has just a little side table oh. <laughs> that goes with uh-huh. He spilled down to a second table. That's right. It's I an understand. oddly shaped table. I'll just leave it at that. I, I think I understand. Although I'm not sure what I'd use that table for. But but you figure. You it put out. your dick on it. Oh, I... <laughs> well now i gotta get one all right uh uh, i mentioned last time that i had uh applied to be deputized by the uh uh, health and human services to go after vampire bats right right and uh i have not heard anything so i have scheduled a flight to go (laughs) talk to them in person wait so you're gonna
1: go deal with that before you deal with the vampire bats
2: uh, I would like to do it with an official badge. Yeah. I, I would I would really like at this point to be able to slaughter vampire slash vampire bats in the name of public health with a badge. Boy, oh, you yeah. really have gone over to the side of the man. You're just doing yeah. paperwork to doff your hat
1: now and getting permits to kill bats. This, I never thought I'd see the day. Hell, maybe you, it's You age. do the paperwork now or 10 times more paperwork uh, after the fact? Yeah, Got Star that right. It.
2: Yeah. 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 Yep, take care of it now. Make it official. And then and then shoot whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that'll do it, right? That's an episode That's it. of this podcast. Uh, and uh, now my trademark sign-off. Sign-off! Bananas for bonanzas,
1: brought to you by Andy Daly. With Maria Bamford and Matt Gordon. Theme song by Matt Gorley with the journeymen, which in this case are Mark McConville, Daniel Nichikoff, and Wade Ryan. Bananas for Bonanza is mixed and edited by Brett Morris and executive produced by Andy Daly, Matt Gorley, Brett Morris, and Little Scott
2: Ackerman. We'll see you next time.
0: Planning for your next trip?